Welcome to week five of our online sermon series called Walking with Wisdom. Now, over the last several weeks, we've explored how wisdom is tied to the way of Jesus, and it involves every part of our lives, from how we use our bodies to how we talk to others. This week, we're considering what it looks like to walk with wisdom through generosity. From beginning to end, the book of Proverbs has a lot to say about generosity. Let's start with Proverbs 3, verses 27 through 28. Do not withhold good from those whom it is due, when it is in your power to act. Do not say to your neighbor, come back tomorrow and I'll give it to you, when you already have it with you. Proverbs 11, then 24 through 25, one person gives freely, yet gains even more. Another withholds unduly, but comes to poverty. A generous person will prosper, Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. And then near the end of Proverbs, Proverbs 22, 9, the generous will themselves be blessed, for they share their food with the poor. It's no accident that the book in the Bible with the most to say about wisdom has a lot to say about generosity. These two things, they go together in God's world. In the beginning, creation was an act of generosity. God himself, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, shared his life by calling a new world into existence. Genesis 2.7 tells us the Lord God formed man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and the man became a living being. God gave his breath to us so that we could come alive. Before sin and dark forces corrupted our world, generosity covered the earth. But that perfect world broke when pride and greed infected the human heart. Clenched fists, violence became normal. Demanding and taking, not giving and receiving, became the way of life on earth. But God didn't give up on his creation. In time, he generously made a covenant with one family, promising to bless all people through that family. And it was from that family, the family of Abraham, that Jesus, God's own son, came. He gave his life by dying so that human beings could be rescued from sin and death. He rose from the grave and then appeared to his disciples in flesh and blood. What's interesting is that Jesus overflowed with generosity during his post-resurrection appearances. In John 20, verses 21 through 22, the Apostle John tells us that on one occasion, as Jesus met with his disciples, he said to them, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. And with that, he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. In the same way that God generously gave breath to human bodies in the beginning, Jesus gave the spirit of life to his disciples. But the generosity didn't stop there. When the first Christian sermon was preached by Peter, the people listening were cut to the heart and asked him what they should do. Peter responded in Acts 2.38, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. God created a new people by giving them his spirit. Not surprisingly, this new group of Christians, created through God's generous spirit, became a generous people themselves. Acts 2, 44 through 45 tells us, as the believers were together and had everything in common, they sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. These early Christians were blessed because they were generous. Wisdom proved to be true. 
It reminds me of, of Proverbs 22.9. The generous will themselves be blessed, for they share their food with the poor. And now all of this has application for us today. We are living in uncertain times, and suffering is all around us. Not only is the coronavirus a physical threat, but social distancing and stay-at-home orders are having a profoundly negative impact on our economy and our mental health. However, the wisdom of Proverbs and the story of God through Jesus and the early Christians teach us that no matter how bad things get, generosity is the only way to be blessed. When times are difficult, we are prone to think that taking and hoarding are the best ways to protect ourselves. But the way of Jesus trains us to live with a generous spirit, looking for ways to give to those in need. So let's take this next step to help us. Find one way to share each day. Walking with wisdom means sharing with others. Generosity can take on different forms. If you're a parent staying at home with your kids, giving them your attention, even when you're frazzled, makes a big difference. If you're homebound and living alone, you can share your love with others through a phone call or even your quiet prayers. If you're able to go out to the store, you can pick up items for a neighbor in need. Or maybe if you're out at the store and miraculously find a shelf full of freshly stocked toilet paper, you can choose to buy only what you need rather than trying to buy all of it for yourself. The goal here is not to be legalistic or make a bunch of rules. The goal is to find ways to be generous. It's easy to turn inward and to fear the worst. But the way to wisdom trains us to share no matter our circumstances. Let me pray for us a prayer adapted from the book, Fresh Bread. Gracious God, give us generous hearts to share whatever gift it is that you have given to us. To give without counting the cost. To share without expecting something in return. To hold all of our treasures with open hands. To grow in giving thanks for everything. To be happy with having what we need. In the name and for the sake of Jesus, we pray. Amen.